Hey, Steve. Yeah, what's up, bud? What do incels, gamers, and vampires have in common? Black clothes? They never see the sun. <laughs> That's good. From the darkest dungeon to the land among the stars. I'm Steve. And I'm Drew Boy. And we're the, the Cosmic, Cosmic Thrill Seekers. Hey, guys. What is up? It's your boys, and we're here to talk about vampires. So this episode is gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, if you're a friend of the pod, like Lil Nas and so many others, you'll know that um, I'm a big fan of vampires, and I really want, I've been wanting a vampire game for so long, and we're finally getting some. This was talked about quite a few episodes back when we, Went over the E3 stuff and some of the games that were coming up. Um, after that, I was like, man, I just, I need to know everything I can about vampires. And I went down a pretty steep rabbit hole. So to begin, we have to talk about Vlad Tepish, a.k.a. Vlad the Impaler. So there's a lot of folklore centered around Vlad the Impaler and what a bad guy he was. Uh, typically just renowned as being a pretty harsh ruler and very unforgiving to his enemies. Obviously, he's known for impaling his enemies and leaving them up on spikes after battles. It's also said that he would eat his meals in the company of his dead enemies, and it's said that he would sometimes dip his bread in their blood. What? That's nuts. (laughs) That's, That's actually insane. So, from that, how do we get to vampires? We see that in Transylvania later on, after Vlad is long dead and gone, that people are starting to get sick. And the more the sickness progresses, the weaker, more frail they get. We see blood coming from their mouth, and they feel like there's a pressure on them. And people start to believe that death begets more death in that dead relatives of these family members are coming back to life to suck the life out of their living relatives as a form of cursed immortality. That would be nuts. Um, Back then was literally crazy. Well, it's not just back then. So, Steve, here's something I found out. They are still very superstitious in Transylvania. And they believe that the only way that you'd be cursed with vampirism is that you had a very cruel or very hard death, like something like suicide or just something extremely tragic, and you'd be cursed with vampirism. So now when somebody dies with vampirism, they do the ceremony and they bury them in a shallow grave. And then later they go and dig the grave back up and they pierce the body with a stake to stake it into the coffin. Wait, they actually do that? They actually do that, according to this uh, History Channel. So, I mean, as much as you want to believe. Yes, it's still a practice. Oh, my gosh. I want to get staked when I die. (laughs) I just want want to get steak. I, I like steak. I have steak in the fridge. Yeah. No butter, though. I knew I was forgetting something. Gosh <laughs> I knew, dang it. I knew I was forgetting. Um, I'm actually so angry right now. <laughs> so speaking of steaks, we actually use 
the other kind of stake to kill vampires. And the reason why they did that was for two reasons. One, you needed something to pierce the vampire to try to kill it again. And then two, when you staked, you had to stake all the way down through the vampire, pinning them to the ground as a way of connecting them back to the earth so that the decomposition process could start and they could eventually be relieved. So I actually have a note um, made by somebody who was vampire hunting. Medvegia, Serbia, 1732. In order to end this evil, they dug up this Arnold Paoli, 40 days after his death. They found that he was complete and undecayed. Fresh blood had flown from his eyes, nose, mouth, and ears, and his shirt, covering, and the coffin were completely bloody. The old nails on his hands and feet had fallen off and new ones had grown. Since they saw from that, he was a true vampire. They drove a stake through his heart, according to their customs, whereby he gave an audible groan and bled copiously. End note. So, I mean, that's a real-life note taken by somebody who witnessed these events. That's actually scary. It is. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. I can tell. Sadly, it's not as mystical as we want to believe it. Uh, The reason why the body groaned is because it was the air trapped inside of it at the time it was buried. A lot of people back then didn't know that when you buried a body, decomposition happened at a much slower rate than it did if the body was left above ground. So when they peeled back the coffin lid and they saw a body with all but maybe the cartilage from the nose still there and blood that was remaining from the body spilling from the mouth and all over. They just believed that it was sucking the life force out of the dead relatives that um, were to follow. But we also know that those relatives had uh, a form of tuberculosis or consumption that was causing them to cough blood and bleed from their mouth where it was believed that um, vampires were causing that. So not as fun as uh, we'd like to believe it is, but uh, yeah, I mean, with all the media we've had to make vampires so cool, I mean, no wonder why we want to believe that it's real and that these events and these notes are actually real. Is this your... Silver steak? How long has it been? Three, four hundred years? The very first movie I ever saw for with a vampire that I actually like can recall and remember it making like me go, vampires are cool, is Van Helsing. Yes. And there are so many cool monsters in Van Helsing. It is cheesy and a little whack, but... Really great film. And then, obviously, from there, I watched the Underworld franchise, another great vampire. Then there's the Blade series. I love Blade. Exactly. So much good uh, vampire media out there. Now, there is one 
Dracula film I hold above all the rest, and I just told Ash about it. We're going to watch it. It's called Dracula Untold, and it came out in 2014. And this is by far one of my favorites. And it has a lot of big actors in it. Like it has Luke Evans um, and Dominic Cooper, who plays Preacher. Dominic Cooper does. Uh, Luke Evans, if anyone's seen The Nine Perfect Strangers, he plays the reporter that's there with his like hidden cell phone. Anyway, this is a really good version of Dracula because he, it is based off of Vlad the Impaler, but he's not cruel. And he just wants to protect his family. And what he does is his is Transylvania is about to be attacked and he knows he has to do something to protect everyone. So he takes on vampirism, knowing that he will be damning his soul. He'll never see his family again, not even in the afterlife. And he does this to save everyone. And it is one of the best good guy Draculas. It's essentially Maleficent. For Dracula. What? Yeah. It's incredibly good. One of my favorites. Go check it out. Following that up, another thing that just completely blew my mind, perfect vampire media to consume right now, Castlevania on Netflix. This is probably the perfect way to introduce somebody to anime. Because it's got a trope everyone loves with vampires and a tragic redemption arc. Yep. And also, it is an anime that is in English. Mm -hmm. Not dubbed in English. It is made in English. And a third thing is it's loosely based on the old Castlevania games. Yep. So, while the old Castlevania games were pretty... Straightforward Dracula, bad guy, steals uh, love interest. You have to go protect, save. Um, this is actually so much different. Spoiler alert! In the very first episode, tragedy strikes. While Dracula is just living peacefully apart from the humans, he is he finds connection with one particular human. And that human is considered a witch. And because of the stereotypes at the time they burned her at the stake this is all in the first episode no spoilers this series is an emotional series yeah it is through all four seasons the episodes 20 to 30 minutes a piece so easily digestible about 10 episodes a season and when dracula's love dies he gives Targo Vishte, a one-year sentence that they as humans need to do better. They cannot be ignorant anymore. They cannot rule with an iron fist on things that they know nothing about because she wasn't a witch. She was just practicing science from the books that Dracula had accumulated over centuries. And do you think these people took a hint? No. No. They said God will protect us. This this clear sky warning, this this man that appeared in the sky to yell at us, that's not a real threat. It's witchcraft. Yep, it's witchcraft. It was just because we burned her. Well, he was not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes for all of Targovishte. So it's it's a pretty gruesome series. 
and very gory. Dracula mounts all of his forces, all the vampires that follow him. He's basically the king of the vampires. All the vampires that follow him, he's like, we're going to kill the human race. And he recruits two forge masters, which are essentially people, humans with an ability to summon souls back from hell to to take over bodies of recently passed victims. So just increasing Dracula's forces tenfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The story doesn't stop there. Obviously, it's four seasons long. We won't be getting a fifth season due to some issues in staffing I won't go into. But um, there is hope that they will do a spinoff series, and it kind of alludes to something that they could do towards the end uh, of the fourth season. Sounds really good. Hopefully they do it. If not, we do get an amazing story. And I will say it has a very emotional ending. Mm-hmm. So spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I was just devastated. There is a hero's sacrifice ending. And I'm not ashamed to admit, I literally cried through the entire last episode. <laughs> Like just bawling my eyes out from not only the uh, one of the main characters making a huge sacrifice, but also a lot of the side characters making huge decisions and sacrifices. Yep. It is a very emotional and thought provoking episode. This show talks a lot about psychology and um, philosophy and a lot of the philosophy is very dark and kind of asks what is humanity or what is worth living for as well. Mm -hmm. So anyway, fantastic series, easy to just rip through. If you just are a binge watcher like me, if not a great series to watch over a long period of time. Yeah. It's honestly phenomenal. I think I finished it in like two weeks. Yeah. I like binged it. Yeah. And I binged the first three seasons in like a week and then (laughs) took a break for a little bit to focus on other things and then came back to it. I was so happy when you started watching it. Oh, man. I literally, when I finished it, called you angry. (laughs) You (laughs) were like, what the heck? You didn't pick up and I was so mad. I was going to leave you a long voicemail about (laughs) like, how could you make me watch something so heartbreaking? (laughs) It really is too. It, It really like... It was a gut punch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and give that a watch. That's fantastic. Another piece of uh, vampire media that we're fortunate enough to have already is the battle Royale. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Vampire, the masquerade uh, created blood hunt, which is free on computer right now. I I believe it's through the steam store. Uh, Is it coming to console? It is coming to console, just not yet. Mm. I don't think they have it ironed out just yet either. I think PC's kind of acting as a active beta. That's fine with me. I'm yeah. not upset about that. And they're still adding items and abilities in the game that um, just aren't there yet. But it looks like, from what we can tell, they're going to be added soon. I'll but have to look up some gameplay. Oh, it's really good. I, I got to see some gameplay shortly after E3. Um because they invited a lot of streamers to go and play it and make videos about it. And some, (laughs) it's no surprise, but one of the people that won in a game was literally like one of the world champions for 
uh, Fortnite. So, are you serious? I that kid? Uh, I don't know if it, it was a world champion or just one of the pro players for Fortnite, but he just clobbered on this lobby. Like everyone in there was just like content creators. And he's like the one guy I was watching was like, yeah, there's no way I stood a chance against him. Like, I don't know what that was, but (laughs) it's like almost unfair. I mean, (laughs) it is what it is. I mean, everyone's in there. It's just like one lobby that they set up for media people. And obviously if you're a pro gamer, you probably have a pretty large following. So he's just better. Yeah. Built different. Built different. Probably built like a vampire. He's like, I do this every day. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is my life. No, there are some cool features in the game, though. Um, There are bystanders down below that some of them that are glowing, if you kill them, they give you a perk. Other ones, if they watch you do something vampire-esque, other players in the game will then get a sense for where you are based off of the panic of those NPCs. So you'll either have to kill them or run far away so that you're no longer on the radar. Also, there are abilities that give you, like, double jump and stuff like that and just really cool weapons. And, yes, it's a shooter, but you also have, like, fantastic melee abilities. You have abilities to, like, disappear and just, like, get away really fast. Or some people have abilities that can, they, like, turn into a flock of uh, bats and, like, disperse and then come back together and stuff like that. It's fantastic. Looks incredible. Go ahead and check that out. That's Vampire the Masquerade's Blood Hunt. And eventually down the line, they have already displayed that they are, they have already revealed that they are making a Vampire the Masquerade 2 game. The first one came out a long time ago, a very, very, very long time ago. It was a very big, it was a crowd pleaser, fan favorite, and the new one that's coming out is said to be on par, if not better. Ooh. So... We're hoping Blood Hunt might just be a way for them to kind of fund this other story project. But either way, um, just in case people don't know, Vampire the Masquerade is a tabletop role-playing game at its heart, like Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, I didn't know that. Where there are clans and guilds of vampires, and the masquerade is actually this ideology that vampires are supposed to stay hidden because if you alert vampire hunters then they will come and kill everyone. Yep, you're kind of screwed. So the whole TT uh, RPG is about doing vampire things from the shadows. Really cool. Speaking of that, there were real vampire hunters in real life. Yes. There were, and they were typically either religious men or scholars of uh, religious study and they would carry real stakes, guns with silver bullets, holy water. They had like a whole like kit. Uh, there was actually an episode of Pawn Stars no where someone way. brings one of those in. And he's like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever saw. And I thought it was fake. And he's like, but this is genuine. This is real. That is the coolest thing. I didn't know that they were real. I kind of thought it was like, oh, maybe a couple people were like, oh, I'm going to go get them. No, like they had like... It was a job. Yeah. And people got paid to do it by the church. And um, it was a real thing. People went around with weapons and were ready to take on vampires as a threat. They were going to war. And it's awesome. Put that on my resume. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Professional vampire hunter. We see that there's a gap in your resume. Would you mind elaborating on that? Oh, um, you know, well, how do you explain... 
Do you know what vampires are? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I've never seen one. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason for that. And if you imagine how good I am at that, I can definitely clean the bathrooms here at Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, there's tons of vampire stuff coming out. We were super excited to make this episode. I wanted to give you guys... A brief synopsis, because like the the stuff I was watching and reading, like it was like a forty minute History Channel thing. If you want to oh watch gosh. that, go ahead and just look up um, the history of vampires on the History Channel. It's a free video, and they go into more depth and they kind of just like play with the idea: it, are were vampires real? Concluding spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! They were not, but it's a oh, fun man. idea, and there have been many iterations. Some that are just barely human and they project a human appearance into the person's mind. Like they don't look human at all, but they make people think that they look human. What? And they just like trick them into following them until they can devour them. Like they're just really cool That's iterations bizarre. out there. I could literally go on for hours if I were to talk about all the different iterations I found. But you want another two hour episode? No. <laughs> I'm trying to make these quick. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you guys why I think they're cool, some cool media to check out, and definitely some games that are coming down the pipeline. Oh, yes. And the new like four person V vampires. What's that one called? Redfall. Redfall. Yep. So if you guys wanted to, um, I'm not going to go into that because I've already kind of concluded, but Redfall is another one that's kind of like uh, Left for Dead, but with vampires, has built-in characters and looks really fun. We talked about that in the E3 episode. Go back and check that out if you want to know more, or just go ahead and look up a trailer video. Thank you. I just ripped right through that one, and if you guys think I missed something cool about vampires, I am eager to learn. So go ahead and leave it in a comment on our social medias. You can find us at Facebook at Cosmic Thrill Seekers. You can find us on Instagram at Cosmic Thrilly Boys because we your boys. boys. You can find us on Twitter at Cosmic Seekers. And you can find us on TikTok, if you're not scared of the Chinese government, at Cosmic Thrill Seekers. <laughs> That was cracks me up. (laughs) (laughs) You want to listen back to the episode? I'm like, (laughs) it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, hope you guys are still having a great Spooktober. We're out here vibing, just this much closer to Halloween. So much closer. Yep. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.